Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the AEW Revolution preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another dudley voice, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to this weekend's. Revolution pay-per-view. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, mm. where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AW Collision and AW Dynamite, but also Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. Well, the go quiz, of course, on Wrestle Culture, as I said, though, joined by Sidgwick to look ahead to Revolution this weekend. We figured to talk about that rather than Collision, um, considering it's going to be, well, the Collision won't be out of date rather quickly. And it's a big thing, obviously, happening this weekend. Um, and I think it's fair to say, Sidge, the build to this pay-per-view has been far better than what AEW's been doing recently. Indeed, indeed. I don't want to go too in-depth on the build if you want to talk if you want to hear us talk, rather, mm. about that, um, the Dynamite review um, basically encapsulates my thoughts on how strong it's been. But ultimately, the Sting and Young Bucks thing, vibe with Ric Flair aside, the odd angle that hasn't been amazing, an odd follow-up, it's just basically been great in terms of emotional investment, bringing back those iconic Sting moments, a wonderful dynamic between... Just these little snot punk heels <laughs> disrespecting an icon, a legend, realizing how in deep trouble they are. I don't want to make you do too many uh, <laughs> bleeps, extra work for you. So the main event, which according to the just dropped a time of recording Observer Newsletter, it is main eventing. Good. It's the only, like anyone else who tries to follow will have no chance if indeed it goes well. Daniel Garcia on the undercard has really impressed me. I think the booking's quite bold. Um, I think that's been well built. Kingston Danielson has been a really collision-flavoured, mm. slow-burn build. Um, I've just really enjoyed most of it on the whole. Um, I don't think the fa- there's the feeling back. It's getting really tiresome, <laughs> that expression, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, it will not come back until it feels red hot. It's feeling hotter, mm. not red nor white hot, but ultimately... Um, Worried about how show how good's the show going to be, mm. and that's because my mind is broken, <laughs> and that means I'm usually um, optimistic or fretting about how good it can be, as opposed to last year. There was just so many times where I was just thinking, "Yeah, it's going to be really good." Mm. I'm not emotionally invested, but obviously the match is going to be good. It feels like something worth worrying about, mm, indeed, and. Uh 
touch wood, time of recording at least, all killer, no filler. Like How many matches are on it so far? Right now, Friday afternoon, nine. I think it'll go up to 11. I think they'll add something to the kickoff. That's fine. And I think they'll add a trios title match between the acclaimed and Bullet Club Gold. Oh, that's going to be a quick turnaround, but yeah, I could see that one happening easily. But yeah, no- let's not talk about them just in case. Yes. Let's not manifest them. <laughs> nothing else added to this. Like you said before, nothing right now, at least on the card, that is going to come around on, I was going to say Sunday night, more realistically, Monday morning for you and I. And we'll, we'll of course, be reviewing it live on YouTube on Monday as well. Um, nothing that's going to come around and I'm going to go, oh, God, I forgot about this match. We're going to have to get through it before we can get to Sting and Derby. And- yeah. It's always one, and I've no doubt after collision that will be the case, sadly. <laughs> um, what do you think opens the show? Well, I have tried to manifest for the longest time. It is fallen on deaf ears completely. I've wanted the women to open mm. an AEW pay-per-view for basically probably since Revolution 2020, four years ago. Because I think it was Statlander and Nyla Rose who had to follow that All Elite match. Oh, yeah. At Revolution 2020. There stood no chance. I think the women have been given some really, like, unenviable card placements um, throughout the history of AEW on pay-per-view. And it's just not fair. You're not going to give them a chance to succeed. They always seem to follow some blow-away great match, and that's one of the problems with AEW pay-per-views. Are they too good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Evidently, they, the crowd are always exhausted for one match that mm. otherwise would have got a really hot reaction. For the sake of principle and to really reward the story told by Tony Storm and Donna Diana Prato and Tony Khan, obviously, mm. I would like to see this open. That would be my choice if it was my I was just given, go on, sequence this card mm. on principle and to give them the best reaction. I would, if it was up to me, put the women's title match on first. It's not going to happen. Mm. It isn't. So to be realistic about what could open here, right? If the tag is main eventing, and that's all but confirmed to be the case, um, I think... Garcia, Christian Cage doesn't have that hot opener. I think Tony Khan would rely on Christian Cage with his ability to craft a match and get fans hooked into it, no matter how tired they are. I think he'll trust Christian Cage to take one of those uh, fourth or fifth, yeah, yeah. six match slot. Um, Kingston Danielson? I think Kingston Danielson. Mm. I was about to say, I just thought suddenly thought, that makes a lot of sense. That's red hot to start with in terms of just like two people that absolutely despise each other. Um, Kingston we know from the Jericho match at Revolution two years ago and he opened with Miro as well. Mm. Like he's a great guy to open a show with. Um I Kingston Danielson I suspect will open the show. An explosive start to Revolution with Eddie Kingston. Um let's get into that match. And uh, do you think Cooley's with the triple crab pop myself there? I understood that reference. Uh, <laughs> Danielson's going to have to shake his hand, isn't he? Yes, they're not putting that step in place if the handshake isn't going to happen. Telegraphing the results somewhat, but um, it's a feel-good story that sort of requires a feel-good ending. 
feel like I've said this 10 times. Um, <laughs> they tell the story, Wilborn, where it's uh, Danielson can say, um, form is temporary, class is permanent, mm. I'm class, you were on form that time, you beat me. And I think it's really clever. Again, they've worked this position. And again, you can never tell who's going to do what after they do something in AEW. Like, there's every chance that Eddie Kingston can get lowered in the mix, that they start to abuse how over he is again. Um, but the idea is, and it's really well told, and really well thought out, that by having two wins over someone like um, Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston can sort of ascend to that established class of made guys who can just win a lot, be featured a lot, just be in that upper bracket of the main event, which is where he deserves to be. He's earned it 100 times over in AEW. So Kingston will win. Um, Danielson will shake his hand. I hope, and again, I'm manifesting something I've said a million times again as well, that this is the end or the beginning of the end of the mm. Blackpool Combat Club. After all, their whole ethos of train, 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 every single day, be better, be better, whatever, whatever. If they lose to Eddie Kingston as often as they have, surely they would have to look internally amongst themselves because it's not just Danielson who has this issue with Kingston where he's lazy, he's never taken it seriously, and the BCC, in contrast, are the group who takes it ultra seriously. Mm. It's Claudio's had this attitude towards Eddie Kingston, and he's been ultimately bested over a long series by Eddie Kingston in AEW slash Ring of Honor. Yeah, if these characters are to be in any way believable, this many losses to the guy who they deem antithetical to their ethos and way of doing things, mm -hmm. if he has got their number, these characters post-revolution should be looking internally and at themselves, are we, who's the weak link here? Is our way the correct way? What's going on? We cannot be losing to him this often. And the match, we've seen them, I don't think they've bettered that rampage match they had in late 2021. Mm -hmm. Incredibly high bar, and they've come really, really close. That unbelievable magic of that first one, I don't think, maybe it was a vibe thing. That was when AEW was like impossibly great. Those days when it was like, oh, the Rampage spoilers are out. Uh, the match of the air just happened. Yes. Next week, oh, the Rampage spoilers are out. There's been another match of the air candidate <laughs> or something really cool. Um, but in order to really make that post-match sing, the idea that, Danielson has to shake his hand begrudgingly out of respect. A lot of disrespect has to happen in the match. We saw that in the block final where he was spitting back at every single chop. Um, star I jumps. Star jumps. <laughs> oh, I think he's twice done. Is it the Nate? I don't want to follow UFC. The Nate Diaz triangle with the bicep yes. flex. So on Dynamite, this match has probably got a four and a half star floor. Yes. That's how good this is going to be. Um, for me, you do the finish with Danielson does the Nate Diaz bicep curl as it looks like Kingston's about to pass out. Then Kingston does the bird flip, which I think they did in the Rampage match as well. I feel well. like, yeah, I've seen that before. And I feel like that's one of the themes of this. And then he can do it and then pie face some of the bird flip, break the choke, Urican kick out Urican. But I think the Diaz thing has to happen because that's the ultimate disrespect. Not only have I beaten you and choked you out, but it's just an exercise, a literal like that, yeah. exercise to me. I pitched to Hamlet on our predictions video, which is on the What Culture Wrestling channel right now. 
uh, or at least it will be tomorrow, I do believe, actually. I think it's last-minute rumours today, actually, from uh, Simon Miller. Um, <laughs> Dan Anderson setting up for the Hurricane and then just stopping short and doing the wanker sign in his face. Instead. Oh, that's really new, isn't it, for you? <laughs> Either that or the bird. Bird works as well. Um, and then, yeah, sort of a begrudging handshake afterwards or finally a bit of actual respect, maybe. I think to make it, he has to actually earnestly do it. People don't want Danielson to lose this. I think it was I was listening to Observer Radio and Meltzer and Alvarez are saying like to really extract the full star power of Brian Danielson, the guy needs to start winning and a lot with a title. And I d- I've always liked the idea of Danielson doing an open challenge. Yeah, I, ag- I agree, but I think not this one. I think you need to s- not this one, and I think you're right. You need to split the BCC first. You need to split the BCC. Um, and you need to, there's no point in just saying, I don't really respect you. The whole point is you meant in the respect of of who many people consider to be the master. Um, so, no, he has to lose this one. And ultimately, the thing with Danielson is that he's got what? He reckons he's got what now? Six months of being a full-time guy. Yeah. I think he's I think he's just going to do a lot of jobs on the way out. Yeah, he's happy to, isn't he? I think this is like too happy, if anything. Too happy to do it. It's been his, the only issue in his entire career that he's been too happy to do jobs and all the rest of it. Ultimately, it doesn't really... It, if there's one per... Like, over time, we'll go on to other matches. Over time, if you lose too often, you will damage your, your brand and your star power. I mean, we t- we'll talk about Chris Jericho imminently, mm. unfortunately. Like, he's done so many jobs that you kind of take him seriously. He lacks credibility. He's not the same guy as he was in late 2019, where he felt like the ace of a promotion for the first ever time. Now he's just a veteran who loses and wants to lose good matches against hot guys to keep himself in the mix. <laughs> if When... Jericho wins, it always scans as a surprise to me. Yeah. And it never means anything when you beat him, and those are two horrendous things to to happen. Not a Jericho, I couldn't care less. <laughs> Danielson is so good at pro wrestling, what a hot take, that, like, I never expect him to lose in a match. Mm. Like, in the body of a match, he's so good at portraying himself as a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant pro wrestler that it's always kind of a shock when he does a job for me. It doesn't... He's that how much of a genius he is, so I think it goes... Overstated how much he loses, mm. personally. Yeah, whenever he comes out, he could have lost his last ten matches, and I always think oh, he's probably winning this one. Oh, he's just like in the match. Yeah, he's so good at making himself feel like formidable as an opponent. Uh, sticking with the BCC, then let's let's tidy this one off as well. FTR BCC has to be FTR, doesn't it? Especially considering when we might be going in the main event. The real life circumstances surrounding Cash Wheeler, uh, yeah. Could um, play into things. The way they're booking them, though, it feels like they're just going to take it as it comes mm. and then pivot or whatever. This is a weird one, right? Because I've really enjoyed the build, the match to build a match build. I've talked glowingly about Cash Wheeler the whole time. This match is going to be awesome. Um, I'm with Hamlet, though. If anything's going to kind of die in the building, depending on where this is placed, and, you know, Hamlet might get, um, tr- like, Bit of an ill feeling if the show opens as wild things. He's sick of it. Yes. This could open as well. To yeah. Be fair. He's, he, he makes a salient point, though, Hamlet. If this goes on fourth or fifth or sixth or like in that sort of middle part of the show, because you've seen a lot of this combination through the way in which it's been built, maybe fans won't anticipate it like this proper first time meeting like they would an Osprey or a Takeshita. Yeah. You know? Um, 
I go back to my original point. I've enjoyed the build a lot. Cash Wheeler's been fantastic. It really feels like there's a hatred and a sense of competition and like a, a, a real drive to maybe steal the show or to prove themselves like all over again. I don't really care who wins. Are you like that as well? I think you, I think it makes sense for FTR win if what I think is going to happen is the main, in the main event is going to happen because you're always seemingly trying to get back there. To well, they're always trying to avoid it from where I Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The fans are always trying to get yes, back there. Well, not anymore because they've tried to avoid it so long. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just, the sooner we get, nothing against the people involved in it, but the sooner we get the Blackpool Combat Club separated, the better for me. So another loss gets yes. me closer to that destination. Indeed. Uh, and like FDR as well. Dax lost. They went to the draw. This feels like a, a, an increasing sort of inevitable byproduct of having this many stars like in AEW. The 50-50 effect yeah. has crept in for almost half of the promotion's lifespan at this point of like, who's really won this program? Like, see, who's really won this? Mm. Um, and does it matter who's won? Is there a definitive winner? We've seen quite a few of these programs um, of late. We had it with MGF and Chris Jericho in 2021. Yeah. Like, who really won that? Like, Jericho got the win at the end, but MGF won every other thing. Who the hell knows? Um, they tried to do it with Eddie and Jericho as well, didn't it? It's like, <coughs> Eddie yeah. lost some of the most important ones, and then he was like, but he got the... The one at the end. He got so the basically. measure of revenge. Well, Jericho won the last one. Yeah. He won barbed wire everywhere. So, yeah, um, maybe FTR on the, well, Moxie beating the singles, and then you had your draw, and then maybe Claudio could take a loss. I don't know. I don't necessarily care that much, as much as I've enjoyed it. Um, if, you know what? This might come out one, one more time. I've got... Yes. Actually, I oh know I've got coins in my wallet. Wait there. I'm the only person... The what culture office who carries cash? Oh, I hate it. Why do you hate cash? Just I've just uh, mainly because the missus got me this wallet and that doesn't work with cash. Anymore. Oh, right. Barely works with cards. I if mean, I have too many. I went to uh, London and paid for something with cash and they couldn't believe it. <laughs> cash, cash, pennies and what farthings? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> um, one of the reasons why I like to carry cash is I was uh, on a bus once, and I didn't have cash on me. Oh, yeah. That's awful. And their readers are always the worst. Yeah. Card readers on an English bus are terrible. I was just fiddling with it for what felt like ages. So I always think, if for whatever reason I just need to get it on a bus somewhere, I like to have cash. Just that one experience. I should. I, I used to have, and I've, I spent it the other day, I like an emergency tenner, just in case you're right. Because uh, I was in Sainsbury's the other week, and... I had like a trolley full of food. They'd done the big shop, and Louise's home looking after Eric. And I go to the checkouts, and they go, you got cash on you? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, all of our card readers aren't working. And I was like, oh, it's all right. I'll just, I'll leave this here and use the cash machine outside, and I'll come back in. Yeah, that cash machine's not working either. So I had to drive like 10 minutes. I was like, can I leave this trolley here? You won't move it, will you? It was just a nightmare. It was, it was like the world was coming to an end because there's about 20 people in the exact same scenario. Jesus Christ. I mean, I would have been screwed. I don't carry that much cash. No, around. exactly. But I'm so trying to have cash. Will Cash Wheeler and Dax Hard oh. win? Or will the BCC win? Call it in the air. Heads or tails in a team? Heads, FTR. Not being funny. How good was that flip? That was Remember what I tried to do on I YouTube know, that time? Heads. Oh, I didn't <laughs> that Wait there. No, actually, I'm going to change. I'm going to say if it's heads, it's BCC because they'll kick your head in. 
Didn't flip. Okay. Shaking around my hand. <laughs> shaking around my head. BCC are winning. Wow. Okay. FTR are winning. Uh, let's talk uh, the all-star scramble match. I won't spoil uh, the, even though I can see the people who are in it, the, the results of uh, Rampage and Collision, uh, mainly because I don't think either of them are going to win it anyway. And I Has think Collision I, been taped? I believe, well, it, it must have been, if, if both, unless someone's just gone, oh, it's probably going to be this person. Yeah. Um, but of the people that are in it that we definitely know, Chris Jericho, what? Uh, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, Hook, and Brian Cage. I think you can probably say the winner's probably going to come from them anyway. This is a sort of reworking of Meat Madness. But you get a number one, uh, you're the number one contender. You get a title shot off the back of this. Again, there's nothing more I can add that I hadn't already said on the Dynamite review, so I'll keep my thoughts brief. Um, depending on where this goes on the card, and depending on who wins, you could really telegraph the winner of the three-way. Mm. Because Wardlow talked about Joe heavily alongside MGF and Punk in that promo he cut um, about a week and a half ago. Actually, it was... Um, oh, I'm pretty sure you're going to get... I think it was exactly... ...ago. <coughs> and we know that um, he's talked about stated mission as part of the Undisputed Kingdom is to win the title and then give a shot to Cole. Or just give it to Cole. I think mean, Cole's yeah, words. One of the two. And if it's not Wardlow and it's Hook, then he wants to go after Joe again. Yeah. Um. So I, 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 that's a bit of a concern actually, because as I've mentioned several times over, Tony Khan does have a bad habit of telegraphing. <laughs> and here's another one, not necessarily as obvious, but if Lance Archer wins, you're definitely getting a new champion because he always fights the new champion yeah, yeah. first. He does, yeah. he does, he does. Um, now you can't screw up this kind of match. Well, you can in part, but it's all action. It shouldn't go too long. Very little. Sh- if they should really really think about what needs to go along on the show. You want the gr- you want the post-match to go at least five minutes of the main event, which never happens in AEW. Of course, yeah. It does. Uh, you want a big, 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 <laughs> epic entrance from Sting. Oh, yeah. The video package of Sting. You, you want, like, arguably pepper that throughout the show. It's like, yes, yeah, indeed, retrospective. Indeed. You want like, maybe like some of his, I think they should fly Mooter in. Yeah. Lex Luger's hinted that he could mm-hmm. be there. Um, a lot of Sting's been around so long that a lot of his like famed opponents are no longer with us. Mm. Vader is obviously not going to be there. Um, Road Warriors, Dusty, like partners, foes. Aye. Um, but ultimately, you need that time. So, All Star Scramble, just a nice 10, 12 minutes of the push. Move, move, move. Save, save, save. Because it's one fault to a finish. So I assume so, yes. Scramble. <coughs> So I, I've got no doubts about the match quality. It should be fun enough. Um, watching Hook headline uh, suplex like three of the meat men in yeah, succession. There's like, a few spots you could have fun with. So who's the Hobbs? Hobbs, Wardlow. And Archer. Are like Archer. Oh, Brian Cage as well. Brian Cage. I maybe one, two, three, four. And then... Not one, two, three, and then Wardlow just catches him with a power bomb or something like that. And mm. then I there's loads that can do with this. Just don't do too much. Stay out your own way. Ultimately, if Sting uh Wardlow's winning, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yes. You know what I mean? Wardlow's winning this match. 
got they, they do tell you what's going to happen quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, I'd put my put my house on Wardlow. Well, not put my house, but I'd be very confident that it, it's, it's between Wardlow or Hobbs. I'd be happy with the Hobbs win as well, but Wardlow makes uh, the Hobbs most sense. Hobbs was great against Guevara. Yeah. A reminder of just how awesome he is. Uh, let's talk about the international championship because that seems a bit of a foregone conclusion as well. Uh, unfortunately, Orange Cassidy appeared. Well, he has to, should do, drop it to uh, Roderick Strong. Otherwise, what are we doing with the Undisputed Kingdom, guys? If Roderick Strong, I already kind of, I've, I've got no investment in the stable. You can't invest in a stable when the reason for being no longer exists and their master plan to fool MGF, who isn't on AEW screens right now, was to spread. Butter or jam or whatever on toast very slowly. <laughs> um, to pretend that... So they pretended that Roderick Strong and Adam Cole weren't in cahoots, mm-hmm. right? By filming vignettes at Roderick Strong's house, f- uh, basically conveying the idea that Adam Cole was sick to the back teeth of Roderick Strong, so he could never be, you know, sort of aligning with him in mm. secret to, f- to... Look at all the housework he's getting me to do. So the idea is they tried their big master plan to fool MJF, right, into thinking that they're, they're, they're not friends anymore, no one's all out to get MJF, Adam Cole's not going to turn. If anything, he's sick of Roderick Strong. Is that Adam Cole made Roderick Strong a cup of coffee that was too hot and Roderick Strong spat it out and said, what are you doing, Adam? My coffee's too hot. Well, Roderick, if for you, Adam Cole had prepared a light roast coffee, okay, you have to make that with a freshly boiled kettle to get the maximum flavor and the best extraction possible so it is on you mm. not to be a child <coughs> and wait for that cup to cool down so that the flavors can gently, mm-hmm. gently permeate in in the brew, and just as it cools, the more flavor you get. So it's really your fault. It's not Adam Cole's fault for making that coffee too strong. <laughs> it's your lack of patience, right? Your lack of patience that scalded your tongue. You should just wait and, <laughs> and wait for the full flavor experience of it. Nice light roasted coffee bean. Match should be excellent. I haven't cared about the storyline. And um, Roderick Strong has to win, as he said. Like they've booked it so far in advance. It's so pointless, this. Like by booking it so far in advance, you've probably signposted that Roderick Strong is going to win. Mm. Okay. Otherwise, why do such a long old build? Why have so many title matches for Cassidy? Yeah, it's like sort of speed run, a second good run or whatever. If they just sort of <coughs> snuck this on two weeks in advance, you'd think, oh, Roderick might win, mm. but it's a bit late. You know what I mean? It just feels like the sign posted it. Um, and as you say, like the Undisputed Kingdom need credibility as a unit badly. So this is Strong's to win. Tell you what, though, some of... Orange Cassidy's, like, lucha-based offense. You know, he's tilt-the-whirls. Mm. To get them counted in a backbreak, oh. like, Tony Khan knows what he's doing by booking this match. Like, not only does <coughs> Orange Cassidy sort of set up a lot of his moves by spinning around, like, he's really prone to that backbreaker. This could be, like, really well-timed, hard-hitting stuff. Um, he's so great at selling as well. 
selling that back. Uh, you can get back break, a back break, a back break, uh, fire up, try to do the Superman punch, then crumple, mm. then a small crate. Like, there's loads it can do. Like, Tony Khan knows how to book his wrestlers against each other. And this, again, this could open, maybe. Mm. Is it going to be, yeah, a case of Orange Cassidy's injuries have built up too much, or, yeah, uh, Roderick Strong's too much for him, or will Trent cost Orange Cassidy? Well, they have told that story. Um, uh, I would maybe do it in the post-match. Mm. Maybe do it in the post-match. Um, Trent and Orange Cassidy have got great chemistry. It'll break a lot of people's hearts, this. Mm. People love the best friends. Not Mike Lamb, but, but <laughs> yeah. other people love the best Cheering. friends. Yeah, it'd be absolutely buzzing. <laughs> like WrestleMania came early for them. Um, have they run, has that stable ran its course? It's weird, you know. It's kind of like, you know when people said, oh, they should break up the New Day? Mm. It's like, why? They're obviously having so much fun together. People got bored of them at various points, but it would feel like you're doing it just for the sake of doing it. Mm. I've really liked how the New Day have just been best mates throughout the whole bloody thing. It's, just, it's nice and wholesome. Maybe the best friends. I know they've very much teased that there's going to be a breakup. They'd have to get back. To, maybe they're going to do it so they can one day get back together. And a hug would be really, really cool. Like, and nice again, and not just this thing that happens 40 minutes into a dynamite, you know? Mm. Um, but I know Hug would be a good way to turn as well. Come on. Give me a hug. Big kick in the bollocks. Ooh, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, let's talk about the TNT Championship then. Christian Cage versus uh, Daniel Garcia. Uh, genuinely surprised if you'd have asked me a few weeks ago, I said there's no way. Adam Copeland isn't added to this match or a part of this match. But I like the fact they've gone in this direction and it shows the development of, of Daniel Garcia as we've echoed recently. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think Copeland costs him. Yeah. Which is maybe why you might not see the Trent turn. Yes, that's a good point. 
Then again, Tony Khan likes doing two things on the same <laughs> show. We know this. Um, I, before I get to the finish, really been emotionally invested in this one. Um, this is the sort of match that they'll do things in the f- third or fifth or seventh minute, and by the tenth, you're like, that's why Christian Cage did that. You're a genius. I expect these to hit. I mean, they're both great wrestlers. They'll have incredible chemistry. I want Garcia to win this. Genuinely, I think that, especially now when you're bringing in a card or an Osprey, all that's going to achieve, other than great matches, hopefully great runs, maybe even improve business. But in terms of the youth movement, it's just going to lower that ceiling all the more. Because Can you imagine how much is already stacked on this pay-per-view and you're missing Cole, MGF, Okada, Omega, Money? Mm. Like It doesn't bear thinking about how long these things could go, especially when there's going to be more of them. Um, so I think it would be nice to give Daniel Garcia that title not just because he's earned it not just because I really like his work subjectively but I think it would send a pretty maybe necessary message to the audience and some of the allegedly disillusioned talent alike that you know if you're young, ambitious and you want it you will get rewarded if you get over. And God damn it, Daniel Garcia has really been getting over. Um, Christian Cage has been involved with this title picture for a long old time. My worry is that Copeland is going to, maybe with a motorcycle helmet. I love that addition. Maybe with a motorcycle helmet. Because that was the one he wore for the ECW one I always think of, yeah. Uh, the, the second one night stand. Yes. Motorcycle, because he's enjoyed playing tribute to his career. Lots of concertos, the flaming table at yeah. World's End, maybe the motorcycle helmet here. Because I mean, so you can have, I suppose you could have Killswitch, uh, Nick Wayne, and Nick Wayne's Moan kicked out of ringside, or you could get Danny Magic in there to get rid of them as well. And then make you feel like, oh, so, wait a second, he's all in his own. Fair fight. Yeah. So, the story they've been telling, obviously, at some point, Copeland and Christian Cage are going to come together. It's just a matter of when and how. Not if, when and how. Mm. And I think they've slowly been telling the story of Copeland at some point, the character's going to realise, if I want a success in AEW, I'm going to have to go back to my old and wicked ways with the idea being that he got screwed out of the first match by Nick Wayne's mom. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Nick Wayne's mom. <laughs> so he got screwed out of that one. They get to World's End and he wins. Does it? Does what he set out to do. He did what he set out to do. Won fair and square. Kicked his ass at the same time. But then, Luchasaurus, having won that match, gifts Christian Cage a title shot and blah, blah, blah. When Copeland finally gets back to the top of the rankings or near enough where he can pick his title, that isn't the world, gets challenged by Garcia and then the match gets called off because the patriarchy interfere. They've been telling the story of, well, I haven't been able to beat them, so I'm going to join them instead. Mm. I haven't been and able to beat them. so And it's like, it's kicking the cat almost. What did Daniel Garcia do, really? I suppose, yeah, in, in a heel mindset, and it's always good this when you can actually think, eh, he's kind of got a point. It's it's a stretch, but he was like, so I got taken out by the patriarchy, and Daniel Garcia's like, oh, that's sad. Anyway, uh, title shot for me, though. Yeah. He moved on very quickly in Adam Copeland's eyes. Yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, Christian Cage is the problem, but in Copeland's perspective he can deflect that on mm-hmm. and like reframe in his mind Garcia as the villain bike motorcycle helmet for me Jack <laughs> I love that pitch 
Um, a contender for, well, not only match of the night, but match of the year probably to talk about next. Will Ospreay versus Kanosuke Takeshi. So these two are going to go wild. Yeah, it's Will Ospreay, mentioned this again on the Dynamite Review, doesn't know any other speed. Or <laughs> that's People might misinterpret that. Like I know he's really good at the spaces between moves. Mm-hmm. I know that every bad faith criticism of Will Ospreay's work hasn't applied in years and years and years at this point. In terms of intensity, his motivation level, his big match sort of drive that he just doesn't know how to phone it in. Like He's got absolutely no idea how to do it. It's just not in his DNA. He's very much all in his feelings. He's desperate to impress. I would argue at times with how long some of his matches go, um, with how much he does in them. Um, like he's almost too desperate to impress. Um, I feel like it's less cynical. I was chatting to someone um, about this recently. Cynical's not the word. I don't think he's clever enough to be cynical. <laughs> Will Ospreay, I genuinely don't think he's clever enough to be cynical and that he'll... Obviously, he's very intelligent in putting a match together, but he's kind of like... He's, he's like I've always compared him to a Premier League footballer. You know, you get him on the pitch and they, make him, they can make these incredibly intelligent runs. Yeah. These incredible... Like, the vision of how to spray a pass and where someone else is going to be. Like, a great footballing brain. A complete moron off the pitch. <laughs> I think that's Will Ospreay. Like he's, he's not. An, he's not a clever bloke. Like, a really great wrestling mind. Well, I don't think he's clever enough to strategically build his brand and say, right, okay, if I work this many matches in excess of thirty-five minutes per year and do this in my finishes, very, very cynically though, if I can do these matches, mm-hmm. get those asterisks, build my brand as the best wrestler in the world, then I can go and make my money in AEW and just cool off. Now. Yeah. He's just, he, he he wants to do this because he wants to give the fans a show. He wants to prove himself to be the best. I don't think it's cynical. I just think it's really, really earnest. And like maybe there's a bit of like a, an internal desperation there. Um, out of all the matches on the show, unfortunately, right, and this has been a problem with wrestling and it continues to be a problem with wrestling for the longest time, they are building this as what, in true callous hyperbole style. Match of the decade. Not yes. match of the year, match yeah, of the yeah. decade. Uh, a classic match by too many people. A great match is confused by too many people with a long one. So I expect this to get 22 minutes. Maybe 25, but like 20 at a minimum because then people would... There are people out there who go, I was only 18 minutes, it can't be a classic. It's like, well, it can. Yes. It really can. There's a whole row about this on X the other week, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, but I think, too, there are certain people certain sections of the fan base who would only consider this that fabled match of the decade, and I think they're going to go for it. I mean, it's impossible. Um, but I expect this to go long. I'm terrified of it. Mm-hmm. Like, Takeshita can be so physically violent. Like, his work just without a weapon looks violent. It looks so impactful. Like, it looks like full ball connection. It isn't. But he'll... Uh, that wheel, that, that crunchy wheelbarrow German... I dread to think mm. of the angle oh. at which Will Ospreay will take that. <laughs> I dread to think of the angle he'll take that from. Is Will Ospreay stupid enough? Yes. Uh, you don't have to do another clause to that. Will Will Ospreay take a blue thunder bomb from the top rope to the floor off through the announce table? Oh, God. 
I can see it. You know what I mean? They'll yeah. do something in this match that's absolutely insane. That will be terrifying. Um, obviously, Osprey is going to win. Mm-hmm. There is no chance he's going to lose. But within two minutes, they'll be belting each other so hard. They'll be locked under the spell of how state of the art and how the execution will be out of this world that you'll just get. You just won't even think Osprey is winning this. Like in, within two minutes, it'll be this incredible, incredible spectacle. I like the idea that Don Callis is going to say, look, you know, you know what they always say in wrestling? If you're wrestling your mate, it's easier because you can lay it in a bit more. And we're all a family, so, you know. I mean, Osprey just lays in in every match. <laughs> we're all a family, so you can you can really go for each other and we'll all shake hands afterwards and just imagine those two looking at each other going, yeah, we plan on doing that anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously, Osprey has to win. But I think, yeah, the seeds of whether it's Takeshi trying to cut a corner maybe or Don Callis even helping Kanosuke, You've got to start the ball rolling as part of this for yeah. Osprey. Not as soon as possible, but in the coming, I'd say, weeks uh, going, actually, I think I'm just going to do it by myself because you've got till from, what, you got five months till all in? Oh. Uh, so, and he's going to, like you say, I'm, I'm fascinated. I said this on the news as well with regards to Okada that they're talking about coming in for next week's Dynamite. I, I, you've talked about this a lot as well. Like, all right, lads, um, it's uh, Will, you're facing uh, Serpentico. It's just a, a, an arbitrary win on Rampage just to get the numbers up so you can, you know, justify when we get around to August, you saying we want a big title shot or whatever. Just, it's just a, it's a squash, mate. Just do that. Got it. 15 minutes. Yeah. I'll, I'll just take a rip. To be honest, look at this average big match. Match length, fifteen minutes would qualify as a squash. Yes, for Will Ospreay at this point. Uh, very interesting, Will Ospreay, the TV wrestler. I'm fascinated. Um, you talked a little bit about the women's world title match. Yep. Um, oh, potentially opening the show. Uh, I've just landed here because this is the order I've been going in from the Wikipedia page. This might be this boy goes in. To be perfectly honest, just after Ospreay and Takeshita. Follow that. Um, timeless right. Tony Storm, Diana Perazzo. Again. Slightly predictable, but that's only because we're expecting Mercedes Monet in what we can off. Yeah, well, just around, I mean, not quite, but near enough. No, so you want Tony as champion for potentially Monet to to yeah. dethrone, don't you? Yes, but they've invested a lot in Diana Parazzo. It's a long build, one of the longest and most detailed that they've done to its benefit. I've yes. really enjoyed this. Um, so I will be... I don't think it's a formality. No. And if it is, then at least they've done enough work to make you realise, well, it's not just they haven't built this two weeks before or whatever. Um, I'm more worried about Hamlet uh, of the match quality here. I've really enjoyed the build, but Diana Prazzo works a very staunch technical style mm. that not every match she's worked in AEW this far has got much of a reaction. And she's way better on the mat than she is when she's working, you know, when she's, her strikes don't look good. So I really hope that this is a match that's suited to her particular skills, that Tony Storm is over enough. And another reason, actually, why I don't think it's necessarily a formality is that Tony Storm's got this really over character where she can do loads on the show that. If anything, if she loses the title, she can go even more yeah. 
off the rails. You want two women's matches on Dynamite every week. Indeed, like having her without a title might be a good idea. You've got the Mariah May storyline sitting right there. I will buy on a, a pinfall because of that, you're right. Yeah. Um, I think the overall health of the division could do with not having a top star at the moment have the title when it's Mercedes money. If she Mercedes money, it sounds like the UK <laughs> fake wrestler, isn't it? Yeah, we've got the UK Undertaker at the Kids <laughs> and Leisure Centre. What was it? What was your uh, thing you did at the live show? It was like, come on, take or something. UT, come on, UT. That was that was an, that was the actual Undertaker though at yes. the Telly West Arena in Newcastle. But we used to have. Do you ever go to one of these fake UK wrestling? Shows I, I've always seen this. Guy? I've always seen the the posters for it. I've never actually gone. I've been to one when I was a child, and I was like, even then, I was like, this is, this is rubbish. And my <laughs> dad was like, no, son, you shouldn't have dragged us. <laughs> I Mercedes money, UK Kane, UK Undertaker. The American Bulldog. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. But, but uh, Mercedes. Money. Money. Uh, Tony Storm versus Mercedes Money feels like a big match. Um, especially when Tony Storm, like, because she's going to get the full red carpet treatment money. She's got the big show built around her. Like, Tony Storm can say, where's Tony Time Dynamite or whatever? Where's my own show and my... Why, when are we going to Australia? Mm. You know what I mean? She'd be like, why is she the star? I'm the star of the sh- bloody show. In fact, they should shoot that angle of big, big business. Tony Storm having a meltdown at the idea that she's not the biggest star of that division. Apologies, New Zealand. I always mess that up for Tony. Sorry, Tony. Uh, build from Gold Coast, Australia, though, but according to Wikipedia, born in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, I like the idea to, to get ahead of ourselves of uh, Mercedes. Monet hitting her so hard that she sees colour again. Yeah. Good. And I suppose, sort of briefly talk about this, it's not like we're going... Tony Storm doesn't have the best ankle lock either. Mm. I love the idea behind her developing a new submission finish to combat the submission technical threat of, P- of Parazzo. And look, even if the actual technical execution or application doesn't look great, the character's so over that it might not matter. But in terms of, <coughs> so we got, uh, we got Revolution. Then next week, potentially Kazuchika Okada shows up. Then week after that, big weirdness, Mercedes Monet shows up. That's halfway through March, and there's talk now of Dynasty, a new pay per view in April. Is that what it's called? That's allegedly what I've heard. Dynasty. Yes. Let me find that. I'll jump a shot. I'll, I'll you let, go a quick chat about that, and I'll find the, the news that. article that Hamlet did today. Okay, that sucks as a name. <laughs> Uh, it's so generic, isn't it? It was uh, Fightful Select who reported. Well, yes. I believe it. Um, so Genuinely, I, I want to make that clear. Yes. Sean Ross Sapp's hit rate has got, is, is outrageous. Uh, the Why site, do people hate him? I don't know. I think I know like, if you make I think it they, to they, a certain they, level. They've dismissed, they've felt like, right, we can kind of pigeonhole Dave now because he's had a bit of a stumble recently and you people just tend to throw Alvarez in with Dave. Sean Ross Sapp's hit rate. And also, because he anytime he doesn't just... I know Dave's the same, well, sort of the same, but Sean doesn't let it slide if you go yeah. after him on social media. Uh, so maybe it's like this thing that just builds and builds yeah. and builds and builds and builds. But, like, you can't possibly, if you are not an insane person, you can't possibly think he's one of these hacks yeah, and he's, who he's, gets things wrong and who uses it to build Or just says or five different scenarios and get, when one comes out, he goes, see, he always said that. Like he's He always just, says, actually, no, to clarify, this is now what we've heard, and then this is... Just created his job. 
Uh, he says, this, uh, sorry, Fightful Select sources at Warner Brothers Discovery tell them Dynasty is linked to either a pay-per-view or a special show earmarked for the spring months. Uh, April, yes, it's reported. They don't all need to be four hours then. Mm, exactly, that's exactly they what I said on the news. They do not. If you're going to do between nine and ten a year, and it'll probably become 12 at some point, just do with them. If, if there could be three. Mm-hmm. They could just be three. Arguably that, you, the rotating cast of people. You've got enough people on that roster. You don't. I know you're going to have to. Have uh, but the thing is, as well, if you want to get those buys and they yeah. do want that floor of 100,000, it's just a way to get burnout. It is a way to get burnout if they're that long. But yeah, Tony t- to leave as champion? Yes, but as I said, I'll buy in the near falls. I don't mm. think it's a formality. There's a lot you can do with Ryan May lurking in the background, as you say. I worry about the match quality. I worry about the match quality because. Tony Storm's a better all-rounder, and when she's, like, trading bombs and big throws and big moves, Deanna's better on the mat. And from the scant evidence we've seen of Tony doing real submission moves, it doesn't look good. And Deanna Parazzo's got that jumps-when-she-punches thing, which really drives us nuts. <laughs> but on the ground, she's awesome. Um, let me just quickly check my nudes. Yeah, just the one women's match uh, on the card. But we do have the uh, men's world title to talk about now. Samoa Joe versus Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. I've become less and less confident as the days and weeks have gone on that this is a foregone conclusion that Swerve leaves as champion. I've got no idea. No, me neither. I've got no idea. The thing about Swerve is that he's clever. He's a clever, clever, clever businessman. Really great wrestler. I think it's 95% great. 5%, please stop doing that slow motion forward roll and that weird <laughs> flip you do on the ropes. Because, yeah, I think you're better than that. Yeah, you can still be unorthodox and you don't have that in your arsenal. Yeah, you can still do, like, the crisscrosses and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it's, like there's a little bit of the tumble when it comes to Swerve Strickland's work. I, it's a, I mean, if nothing else, I think some of the ranking stuff has been a little bit questionable. Um, They've probably posed one too many questions about how everything has worked in that regard. Um, master plans have been a little bit contrived. I think a lot of it have been talking around the same plot points as well. A lot of exposition at times with this three-way build. But ultimately, they've built a really quite unpredictable match here. Um, but Swerve is really clever because he's been saying so often what he wants to do. It's like, you know that manif- what is it called? The dream board or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been manifesting. I'm going to be... Speaking first. it into reality. I'm going yeah. to be the AEW champion. I'm going to be the AEW world champion. He said it so often now that fans are like, I'd be almost awkward if you're Tony Khan to say, no, <laughs> no. He's a big fan of Swerve as well, isn't he, Tony? He's been a fan yeah. of his for years. Absolutely. So, does it feel like the time in a three-way? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but did you hear the Alvarez report from Observer Live? No. Where he was basically talking about how it's chaotic in AEW. A lot of people don't know what they are doing until oh, yeah. no, the I day of the show. That, yeah. A lot of people, it's good news if you know what you're doing on the Tuesday before the Wednesday. People um, will turn around on the Wednesday and say, no, not doing that, mm-hmm. first of all. He needs, he needs to be less feckless, Tony Khan. Lay that freaking hammer down and make some examples of people. It's going on too long. This I'm, all, I'm all for, um, like, talent's involvement in it, not just being told, oh, yeah, yeah. this is what, you, this is what you're doing, the thing. lump it. If you say it's that 
what is that? A pancakes waffle tweet. Is that what it is on Twitter? Uh, yes, I think I know what you're talking about. People, uh, there's a tweet <laughs> paraphrasing where everyone just responds with the it's like the straw man argument, the opposite, putting words in your mouth of, oh, I, I, I like pancakes. Oh, so you hate waffles. <laughs> and as well as it, no, bitch, that's a whole new sentence. Yes. So if you were to say, uh, Tony Khan needs to, uh, if I was to say, and I believe it, Tony Khan needs to lay the hammer down and just say, Certain wrestlers, not Swerve, there are others, and you, yeah. you think you know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to do that. It's, it's your job, and I'm in charge. Oh, so you want it to be like WWE, do you? <laughs> where they script every promo in advance, and no one's got any agency, and there's no collaboration, and they're all working, but he's no... That's a whole new sentence, bitch. Yes. But he is. He doesn't really have a backbone. Oh, yeah. What you, I, thought what I, I thought what I said sounded great, but your, your, your idea, that's great. Yeah. Uh, it's all great. Do what you want. What if he's like feeling too awkward to say, oh, you know, Swerve's been talking about wanting that title for like the last couple of months. Uh, he can have it. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I can see Paige costing Swerve, mm -hmm. sacrificing himself. Look, this match is going to be excellent. We saw a glimpse of it in the trios match. Obviously, uh, Paige and Swerve have got awesome chemistry. The idea that they're fighting amongst themselves, right, and Joe's just have at it. Joe's facial expressions when them two are like killing each other. He could slouch by the ropes, mm -hmm. big smile on his face. He could like sort of even pretend to have a nap while they're doing it. And then like he gets a dive on him when he's doing that. He could nope both of them coming at him. Yeah. There's all sorts of fun they could have here. Um, I just think. They're going to do one more stipulation match between Perv, uh, Perv. Page <laughs> and Swerve. Joe Tag will have mate. Wardlow or Hook on TV, and then maybe double or nothing. Maybe, or yeah. Or Dynasty. Mm. Yeah. I, I, at the start of the year, I was like, right, that's it. Next pay-per-view. Joe, I love you as world champion. but You've got a great finish for this match, by the way, as well, haven't you? Yeah, well, I've got an idea. Basically, because we were going through the predictions being Hamlet, and I was going, yep, no, I agree. I think uh, Roderick beats, uh, Roddy Strong beats uh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Tony Storm retains. Yeah, I agree. I think Wardlow wins. I was like, I've got to go a different direction for at least one of these. And he obviously said Swerve. And that's like I said, the, the start of this year, that's 100% where I was going. But, yeah, there's an argument to be made that you do Hangman Page versus Swerve, but the, the heel based, and that makes reversed. There's uh, a big blow-off. It's never over, but this is uh, it over for the time being. Like you say, Wardlow or or Hook or, you know, one of those names in the All-Star Scramble pairs probably best with Joe and arguably not very well with the other two. Yeah, my pitch was uh, Hangman Page is so obsessed, yeah, with this going to be some great near falls. Some of the best near falls on this card, dot, 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 until we get to the main event, are going to be in this match. Um, but yeah, Hangman Page is just, he, he wants the world title, but if it's a fork in the road and it's win the world title or stops from winning the world title, I think he takes that one. Um, so yeah, I think he, maybe he's like, He's the uh, he could bookshot the champion, or he could bookshot Swerve on the outside. Like, you know when they did the the moon the Orihara moon salt slash yeah books. He, he chooses that with Swerve again, which, as he's done in the past. 
and then Nail Swerve gets in the ring, gets snatched up by Joe in the Kirafuda clutch, and the, the the shot you see is him going out at the last second, a little smirk on his face. I'm losing, but hey, at least Swerve's not going to be champion. I love it. Yes. It's going to be butter, baby. I'm on a roll. Joe to win for me, if I'm putting money on it at this point. Joe to win, but I'll bet on every single Swerve in the fall. Mm. And arguably Hangman Page. They could just go Hangman Page. They could... People have pitched it on our Twitter questions a lot over the last few days. They could just go all out, and I'm not suggesting... Transitional reign for uh, Paige. Yeah, and they could, and I'm not suggesting they'd necessarily need to do this together, but they could have the elite with the big titles at the end of this show. Not necessarily, because it feels weird. I said this, we talked, someone pitched this to us this morning. We said this on the news. They're very different types of heels for me right now. Yes, Paige and the they're better ones. off apart. Yeah, far better off apart. But you could just do that and have them be like, I don't walk past each other in the hallway. I was excited about that reunion as everybody else last year, maybe more than most. Was it after Revolution in the House of Black match where Paige came out to help mm-hmm. and they mirrored the Revolution 2020 post match? And then it just, it, it just as soon as it started to really get going, I'm like, oh no, it's probably too soon to mm. revisit this. So I, separate for me, Joe to win. Main event time. Yes. Will Sting win his last match? I don't know. No. Me neither. Everyone is saying he should just retire. Unbeaten. Preserve the icon, this myth. And then I think it was Alvarez on Observer Radio was like, you could always just do like a tag team title tournament. Mm -hmm. The books at this point, it's not make or break for them. They, in fact, have made it so much that they were... They did say, and you can see it, feel it in their work, they were talking to Sports Illustrated in a piece that, you know, hyped this the pay-per-view that... They're just glad they're having fun again. Mm. They've made it so much that they've reached a point in their careers, or they had until very recently, reached a point in their careers where it was just a job for them, one they didn't even know if they wanted to do that much anymore. So it's not as if they need the win. Mm. The renaissance is so much more important than a win here over Sting. The idea that they feel like they're back, back, that they want to be back, that they are worthy opponents for Sting, worthy headliners for this biggest AEW show since Wembley. It feels like they're back. Yeah, they you can, can just see loss. it in their eyes as well. Yeah, yeah. The fire's back, so they don't need to win. I don't think anyone needs to win. You could just tell a really happy story. <laughs> Sting might want to do business. Do business? Who am I, the f- dead man? <laughs> it's very traditional. The f- Dead man over here? <laughs> You're going out on your back, boy. Three swears, two of them together. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, but they've said Sting picked his opponent. I think he'd picked the date, but they had to delay it for whatever reason. He basically said, how do you want to go out? What's the match? Who, want, who do you want to be involved? They probably shouldn't have asked him that because he picked Ric Flair. Um, <laughs> and do you want to lose or not? I'm sure it'll be up to him. Yes, and I'm sure. I agree. And I'm sure that he'll probably just say, oh, the Young Bucks should go over. But then maybe the Young Bucks are like, we don't need it. Everyone just wants to be happy. Blah, 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 blah. We'll see. It would be nice. Either way. With, but with both parties, you don't see someone strong-arming someone into the yes, other. Yes, yeah. indeed. They might even say, no, you win. No, you win. No, you win. No, you win. <laughs> um, that Terry Funk, Bret Hart argument. Um, I, I would be... It would just feel like the books would be all the way back. I mean, they don't need it, but my God, they've got a a, a knack of sending people insane. Uh, Absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Toss a coin. Toss a coin. 
see who will win. And obviously that's how it works. Yes, that's how that's, life works. That's how it's determined. Like fantasy book some spots. Yeah, any, do you think it's going to be any, you're, you're, you're the one who brought this to my attention, any shoe law going on? Ooh! And will that factor in, could they contradict themselves in terms of, now that they, when they do that, I go, oh, well. They'll lose him. Yeah. Oh, no, there's a title switch. There's a switch, yeah. Either way, yeah, yeah. Maybe shoe law. Yeah. I really thought about that. You put me on the spot. <laughs> anyway, we'll find out who uh, wins first with this coin flip. Did it rotate? I know. I've not, I've not thought who's going to. Sting's got a great wrestling brain, so he's heads. The Young Bucks have got a better wrestling brain. Oh, yeah, good point. Heads. Oh, what, what? The Young Bucks. Okay, yeah. The young Bucks. <laughs> right, got some spots here. Two heads are better than one. I'm not saying Dolby Allen's thick, by the way, in that. <laughs> I just didn't mention his wrestling brain whatsoever. No, he's got a great one. Yeah. So, they all have, which this match could be incredible. Provided Sting gets through it. It's going to be unbelievable. Sting, after the Forbidden Door match, which was his best pure match, mm-hmm. maybe his best match in AEW full stop, said, right, I know who I'm retiring against, and it's you two. Will you, it's, when the time comes, will you be in my last match? This, he said it there and then after the Forbidden Door match, and it was kind of quasi in character, the Sports Illustrated piece, because Nick, there's a quote from Nick Jackson where he says, I remember being touched when Sting said that. I also remember thinking to myself... Duh. <laughs> really good. Um, so this match will be crafted brilliantly. The Young Bucks just know how to make every... They know how to make Sting look like an icon. They have every green team's best match. They make teams who have been on national television for all of a week look like they've been at it for years. Mm. They are just the very best at giving people their best match ever. I've got no doubts whatsoever. It all depends on how... Sting has got a tendency, I don't want to ruin the vibe, of getting a little bit gassed or taking a rough bump. That table where his face smashed off it. Yeah. Like, either at the end or at the beginning. So it all depends on how... Hopefully the adrenaline will carry him through. I've got... Four spots, right? It's under tornado rules. It has to be. It's yes. Sting and he's 65 years old in about a week or whatever. So it'll be crazy. Nick Jackson and Darby Allen. I mean, I know it's Sting's retirement match, but I can't wait to see them properly work against each other for the first time. There'll be a lot of um, handicap stuff, um, which is great because Darby's such an awesome baby face, so good at like organically overcoming the odds um, against big men. Seen him against Big Bill do it. Yes. Uh, we've seen him against everyone because everyone's bigger than him. <laughs> um, so I think there'll be a big balcony dive or something early, a big spot, a big stunt where Sting gets taken out of the match, right? And after he's taken out, to add insult to injury, Matt Jackson is going to get big old bottle of water He's going to down it, and he's going to pour it all over Sting's face. And then you're going to see old man Sting, all that face paint rubbed off, right? And then he's you know, he's taking like a bump off a stage through tables, like crash padded. Sting's Steve Borden now, no face paint, and he's broken. Look at him. He's out of the match. Then they can do... Derby for five minutes versus the Bucks, where he's just fighting for Sting. 
So I think Sting would might might want to give Darby like some real shine yeah. because of yeah. Darby's done such a great job for Sting, mm. like he really has. Then that's Sting's music, uh-huh. apparently. You see, in a trench coat, the face paint's back on. Oh, because he's st- twirling. Does he start a surface sting then? I'm fucking telling a story. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry I got confused. So he's got the cruel paint yeah. on again. That's the cruel music. You see the black hair, the, the trench coat, and you think that's that's not Sting. Ah. That's not Sting coming back out. That's Brandon Cutler. Oh, no. So Brandon Cutler starts giving it the away. I'm a clown and starts beating up Darby. And then the lights go out. You're here. They're not going to get it from the WWE library, who I think owns Man Called Sting. He does this, he does that. Yes. It's terrible, but it'll work. Yeah. Surface Sting comes out. Yes! With, put some like, uh, dyes hair blonde. I don't know how you're going to do this. Uh, it's very quick. It's a quick Face paint on. Like, his old bloody gear. Yes. And then he comes out, a Surface Sting, cleans house, kicks ass, but then the Bucks get the advantage back. Uh, Ric Flair, unfortunately, couldn't make it to the show. So we're just <laughs> so not, not going to involve whatsoever. whatsoever. Go away, you. Out of the way, you. <laughs> and then... Darby gets taken out with some ridiculous stunt because he's Darby and then Sting's in the middle of the ring about to meet his fate. Matt Jackson. I know what's coming and I love it. Stamp, 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 whispers. I'm sorry. I love you. Super kick. One. But he's back up. Oh my God. God. He is back up on one. And then he on his chest. So do we at home. Woo! <laughs> and then um, Scorpion Death Drop. One, two, potentially the best near fall of all time. Yes. 2.999. And then I will leave it up to Sting for whatever the finish is. Yeah. It's, there we go. Uh, one thing I would suggest. Yes. I thought that is perfect, by the way. I'm just going to do some bollocks now. Because uh, I, I was thinking you were starting with Surface Sting and ending with Crow Sting. Um, but... Leaving all that to one side, Sting and Darby are, are going at it with uh, with uh, with the books. Yeah, you don't need a ref punk tornado tag, but the ref goes down and they signal to the back, and out comes Brandon Cutler. Yeah, maybe dressed as Surface Sting or or, or um, Crow Sting or whatever, and he's coming out and he's got the bat with him. But before he can get down to the bottom of the, or he's walking down the ramp and he's walking. Big cock, and then he just stops. Okay. <laughs> he stops in his tracks. He looks like he's seen a ghost. And it's not Ric Flair, because unfortunately, as you mentioned, he couldn't make it. Yeah, he couldn't make it. No it. Whatsoever. Car broke down. Who has come to even the odds for Sting, a legend from his past who's helped him out previously? Robocop is at the ball of the, ball of the ramp, and he chases it. He doesn't have to do any spots if you don't want to, but... Brandon Cutler just legs it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> One Robocop. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. He described it as... <laughs> Spoiler alert, this might feature in the WrestleCulture quiz a little bit later on today. He described it as... One of the most embarrassing things ever to endure. Uh, <laughs> Robocop's so we're probably not going to see But no, he subsequently he's grown to love it. Oh, right. That, okay. was, that was a, a while back. Um, yeah, I just want to see Robocop, basically. Well, who wouldn't? <laughs> that first movie. So great. Yes. So... What does the co- oh, the coin flip said? Books. The books are winning, man. There you go. 
Well, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your predictions uh, ahead of AEW Revolution this weekend on X at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. SmackDown Preview is available right now. WrestleCulture is coming your way later on today. And as I mentioned, we'll be back to review AEW Revolution. It's all going well live on YouTube on Monday. Uh, but for now, this has been the AEW Revolution Preview. Enjoy it. Enjoy Sting's retirement match. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.